Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about neurofibromatosis. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerotofinals.com slash neurofibromatosis or in the neurology section of the second edition of the Zero to Finals medicine book. And you can find flashcards and questions to train your knowledge on this content and help you remember the information for longer at members.zerotofinals.com. So let's get straight into it. Neurofibromatosis is a genetic condition that causes nerve tumours, called neuromas, to develop throughout the nervous system. These tumours are benign, but they can cause neurological and structural problems. Neurofibromatosis type 1 is more common than neurofibromatosis type 2. This content mainly focuses on type 1. Let's talk about the neurofibromatosis type 1 gene. The type 1 gene is found on chromosome 17. It codes for a protein called neurofibromin, which is a tumor suppressor protein. This means it's a protein that works to suppress tumors. When there's a mutation, the protein doesn't work properly and tumors develop. Mutations in this gene are inherited in an autosomal dominant pattern. Let's go through the features of neurofibromatosis type 1. The diagnostic criteria for neurofibromatosis type 1 are based on the features and these can be remembered with the crabbing mnemonic. C is for cafe au lait spots or milky coffee spots and these need to be more than 15mm in diameter in adults to be significant. R is for a relative with neurofibromatosis type 1. A is for auxiliary or inguinal freckling. B is for bony dysplasia, such as bowing of the long bones, or sphenoid wing dysplasia. I is for iris hamatomas, or leash nodules which are yellow-brown spots on the iris in the eye. N is for neurofibromas. And G is for glioma of the optic pathway. Neurofibromas may be seen on the skin. They're skin-coloured, raised nodules or papules with a smooth, regular surface. A single-skin neurofibroma without other features does not indicate neurofibromatosis. Two or more standard neurofibromas are significant. A plexiform neurofibroma is a larger, irregular, complex neurofibroma containing multiple cell types. A single plexiform neurofibroma is significant. Next let's talk about management. Diagnosis is based on the diagnostic criteria. Genetic testing can be helpful. There is no treatment for the underlying disease process and management involves monitoring, managing symptoms and treating complications. Let's go through the complications. The complications of neurofibromatosis type 1 are migraines, epilepsy, renal artery stenosis which causes hypertension or high blood pressure, learning disability, behavioural problems for example ADHD, scoliosis of the spine, vision loss secondary to optic nerve gliomas, 
malignant peripheral nerve sheath tumors, gastrointestinal stromal tumors, which are a type of sarcoma, brain tumors, spinal cord tumors with associated neurological symptoms, for example, paraplegia, and an increased risk of cancer, for example, breast cancer and leukemia. A tom tip for you. The two unique complications worth remembering for neurofibromatosis type 1 are malignant peripheral nerve sheath tumors and gastrointestinal stromal tumors. Finally, let's talk about neurofibromatosis type 2. The neurofibromatosis type 2 gene is found on chromosome 22. It codes for a protein called Merlin, which is a tumor suppressor protein important in Schwann cells. Schwann cells provide the myelin sheath that surrounds neurons of the peripheral nervous system. Mutations in this gene lead to schwannomas, which are benign tumors of the Schwann cells. It's inherited in an autosomal dominant pattern. Neurofibromatosis type 2 is particularly associated with acoustic neuromas, which are tumors of the auditory nerve that innervates the inner ear. Surgery can be used to resect the tumours, although there is a significant risk of permanent nerve damage. A tom tip for you, an exam patient with bilateral acoustic neuromas almost certainly has neurofibromatosis type 2. So thanks for listening to this episode on neurofibromatosis. As always, a big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. You can find questions and flashcards that you can use to train your knowledge and help you remember the information of this podcast for longer at members.zerotofinals.com. And I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about tuberous sclerosis.